0: Welcome to the best motherfucking podcast in the East Coast, because if anything does go on this show, Vic Muscat's revolution. And if you don't believe me, Google podcasts in the Vermont, Massachusetts area, and you're going to see about farmers, gardening, which is cool, but I talk about everything. My guest today, she is the crown jewel in the OnlyFans world. She is the true definition of what sexual chocolate is is all about. And not only she's an OnlyFans model, she has the business smarts to back it up to excel her company. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, if there are any children watching this episode, <laughs> I give to you, Miss Asia, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good, how are you?
0: I am doing extremely well, knowing that I have a daughter that could pop up anytime now. Well, congrats. That. Uh, thank you very much so what is OnlyFans? if someone's watching this or listening to this it doesn't know what it is
1: um only is a platform where male or female can go on and it's usually adult content but you can put anything on there you can paint read exercise and you basically get paid for your content so it's just how should i say just most of
0: the people just use it for like adult reasons only like but people can also like do like for fitness, like, you know, a fitness model. You want to know my workout, pays this much money, duh, 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 and you get to be like me, right?
1: Yeah, even though I wouldn't buy workout stuff, but yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> can take a virtual strip club. Yeah, a COVID free love strip club, yeah. You be worn, you be in your house and you get paid.
0: What I read about in the comments, because I still pay attention to people's comments, stuff like that, you know, when it comes to OnlyFans, because I do uh-huh. oops Guys are, how should I put it, seem like they have more balls on OnlyFans than they would in strip clubs, because strip clubs, they have to behave as the bouncers, but you probably get to deal with a lot of assholes that just seem like they're so tough and slick behind a keyboard.
1: Yeah, a lot of dudes, they um they don't be wanting to, like, hmm, they want to talk to you all day and try to get free stuff, and they try not to pay. But me, I just tell them, like, look, no, either you pay or you lay. Like, <laughs> like a lot of people don't want to pay. They just want to try to, you know, talk to you out your game, but you can't let them talk you out your game. I think guys, I
0: mean, I'm an older guy. I'm in my 40s. But I understood mm-hmm. the whole like if you go to a real strip club, a lot of them charge a cover at the door before you see yeah the, like lap dances out there. I see guys like, well, I paid the subscription. It's not fair. It's like, do you live under a rock? Yeah, that?
1: they be getting it confused because it's on the internet. But it's basically the same thing. But they probably throw more money at the strip club than probably OnlyFans in the night. Probably not in the whole month, but in the night, they probably throw more money. Well, with COVID,
0: everything's different now. You never know now. Yeah. Just personally, I think if, is, is, if I see a beautiful girl, I like to see her without the mask on, personally.
1: Yeah. True. I ain't not think about it like that. Because in strip clubs, they probably do. I don't know.
0: I know it's, there's a club in Springfield, Massachusetts that recently got its liquor license taken away.
1: Mm.
0: Didn't do or anything like that. It was known as they, the dancers would say like twenty five dollars
1: for a dance, but for an extra ten, I'll keep the mask off. Oh, they finessing. That's smart. That's smart. That, that's smart. But when you get busted.
0: I mean, the state was just like, "What are you doing?" And like,
1: they go get closed now.
0: Yeah, that's what's it's sad about it. But do you only do only fans, or do you have a premium Snapchat as well?
1: Yeah, I have a Snapchat as well. I like Snapchat better though. Why is that? What's the difference? <laughs> well, one thing about OnlyFans is they have a rebuild and then they have like a one month thing. So if a person has rebuild under their name, it means they're going to subscribe to you every month, which means you're going to get money from them every time you have payout. Um, with OnlyFans, it just come daily. Like somebody Snapchat you, okay, blah blah blah, boom, they got money. Blah blah blah, boom, they got money. So I like Snapchat better because it's like either they a customer or they not.
0: Yeah, I've heard it. I, you're not the only one that says premium Snapchat was better. Mm-hmm. I like it better. A lot less BS and more of a one-on-one interaction. hmm What made you get into? you know, snapchat and only fans world
1: the money i just wanted to try it out i have a um close friend she been doing right. all this before like everybody was doing it like she make a lot of money off of it but um i was just like hmm, i'm not gonna do it and i'm like uh-uh, i'm gonna try it because i know like i'll make money like i like i knew i was gonna make money so i just did it like why not
0: you must make bank though because if you do my <laughs> a second and just spin around a little bit I mean, people watching on YouTube, check this out right here. Oh,
1: uh, I think you can see me all the way around.
0: Yeah, you that's know, good.
1: <laughs> we can't get, into, we can't get
0: too much detail. If you want to see more detail, guys, yeah, y'all gonna
1: have to go subscribe for all that. Yeah, right. I'm to go
0: in <laughs> right. you okay. YouTube jail. So, it's...
1: <laughs> so, does your family know about this, or is it very. Um yeah, my family know. I mean, I pretty much do what I want to do. Like I always did what I would to do even when I was younger. Like I just don't care. If I wanna do it, I'm gonna do it. I don't care what nobody else say.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But so they're just like, you know, be safe. Good luck. Don't cost the bail money.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to be. That's a good way Yeah, to be much.
0: Do you have a boyfriend? Are you married?
1: Oh, no, I don't have no boyfriend. I don't care about men right now. Like, not right now. I ain't, I'm focused on myself and get myself where I want to be. Um, a lot of men, like where I stay at, they not on the same page. Like they don't, they not in my career field. Like they are not trying to, you know, help me, then you gotta go, so you no. Know.
0: I would think if this guy was smart enough, but there's a jealous factor, which, a lot of people have if they were smart enough if they would help you promote
1: and make money you will show appreciation back exactly they most i don't know i got some homeboys they'd be like yeah yeah do it do it do it and then some be like nah sis don't do it but i mean either way i don't care i'm gonna do what i want. not but mm, i feel like it's smart because it's money that's what i feel it's business.
0: That's all it is. These people are around.
1: This country, yeah. It gets so. I know for a fact that,
0: you know, when COVID hit and they said all the uh, town and Italy was being hit hard because the elderly people, it's like, you know, why they became that old? Because Italy is one of the top most sexually free countries. I mean, they just let it loose. They don't care who's watching or whatever like that. And they live longer for it. It makes sense. So I mean, in this country, is just very like, oh my God, you can't do that. You can't do this. Exactly. Meanwhile, you'll go on Pornhub and you see like stepmommy or stepdaddy or, you know, sisters. It's <laughs> like, wait a second. It's very
1: confusing. Yeah, I think a lot of people just be. Hypocrites, you know, a lot of people do a lot of stuff, everybody do, but they try to make it seem like they so pure and they don't. That's why I just always do what I want to do because you never know. Somebody else might be doing the same thing, but they're talking about me for it because I'm just out with it. Like same thing.
0: And if anyone has a problem with the door, you just show them like a pay stuff, you're like, this is why, motherfucker, this is why. <laughs> this is why. And they go like, You made Thanks. so much. And they start going, Maybe I should do this. Okay. <laughs> start. They hear about how much money you can make and you're like, "Huh?" Is this you start turning Yeah. What's your favorite request?
1: Um, my favorite request is the simple ones, anything simple like just like something simple. I haven't had no crazy, like, fat footage. That's why I'm looking for it because feet pics, that's simple. Like, just send a picture of your feet and you happy. Thank you. But I really haven't had no crazy requests. Um, I'm trying to think.
0: Well, like, really fucked up, and you're just like, oh, hell
1: no. And you blocked them. <laughs> I block people who don't be talking about business. Like some men just want to carry conversations. Like, hey, how are you? I'm a nice person, so of course I greet them. But then after a while, you're not talking about nothing. Plus, we don't live in the same city, so ain't no way we can connect. You know, you gonna run the bag or not? That's how it is,
0: So is. You're one of those good girls that they'll you'll show what they want to see, but no hookups, no meetups, or anything like
1: that. Oh, yeah, no. I just promote. I don't sell. I just make it look good. Make you,
0: like, make it look good. <laughs> I to make them wish that you did that, but it's like, uh-uh, you can look, but you can't touch.
1: Okay, like, uh-uh, no. Like,
0: what's, um, what are your prices like? I mean...
1: Uh, it really depends on what they want. I know my OnlyFans is set to eleven I'm gonna end up moving it up, though. Cause you know we need more, but um, it really just depends on what they want. I think my webcams, my webcams go in like the hundreds. You want a webcam, it goes to the hundreds. Pictures and videos, I don't really tax for because I mean I tax, but I don't tax. Cause you know sometimes it's just about how your deals are. You get more customers depending on how your prices is. You can't go too crazy. You won't have no customers. Like, do
0: you do bundle packages? Like, if someone like, wants like a multi- multiple things, or you just say, "Hey, it's like it's like a grocery store. You don't get no discounts or anything. It's like the milk, yeah, no price,
1: <laughs> no discount." Mm-mm.
0: How do you handle our trolls? Because guys I, are assholes. We also so, are women. So.
1: Uh, I'm used to the hate. A lot of people hate on me. I'm used to it. That's kind of why I did it, because it's like, people going to talk about you anyway. And I already had like a name for myself. So it was like, I don't care. Because when you got to go, and when you got a career, and when you got, you know, stuff going on, you don't care about people that's not paying your bills. You don't care about people that's not helping you. You feel me? So, pretty much. Um, a lot of people, is, I've heard the number one complaint about
0: OnlyFans, it's, during these times, it's a saturated market. Like everyone's doing it. So it's kind of hard to make money off of. How do you realize this yourself or?
1: Mm, it was hard at first. Cause I been had an account, Ashley. I had an account in January and I just wasn't making no money on it. And then I really got focused on it and I started making money. Like my first week I made a good amount. So I was like, yeah, but it's a lot of girls that I helped, they'd be like, I'm stuck. Like, I'm stuck. I don't have no help, no nothing. Yeah, I
0: always tell people that OnlyFans, um, yeah, hey, if you need help with promotion, come on, you know, if you come on my show, free promotion, because I have to push the episode, free promotion right there. And I think there's so yeah. many viewers in there that they look at me like, yeah, sure, there's a catch. As I'm like, no, there's no catch, actually. I mean, this is, I mean, doing this episode, for example, actually cost me money, did not make any money. I just enjoy like the interaction between people. Mm. Uh, how do you speak about promotion? How do you promote?
1: Like what's some of the you to promote? Mm, well, Facebook is a good promotion. Like they have OnlyFans groups where like, Thirteen K people, you promote yourself. Um, Twitter, Instagram. I also do like shout out for shout outs with other girls only OnlyFans, and we shout each other out. And I paid one time for a promotion, but it ain't worked. So I'm like, I never pay for a promotion again. I just promote myself. You get tips, That's why. Got someone like me. I gotta pay for the promotion and pay for the work. You, you're just like, oh come on, please. And boom, it's done. Like right, that's. <laughs> But pay promotion is good. Like, I will pay for a promotion because I have, but he just wasn't good. And it was just. Um... Yeah, I get like the interviews worth it.
0: I got no problem paying for it.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's like, it's like if I take you out for like a launch or something like that, that's how much I would pay. It would make sense, you know? Hmm. Not like you know dropping like five six hundred dollars, which I wish I had five hundred five, six hundred dollars, or I would be subscribing to your channel and checking out your content. (laughs) So is this your only job or is this
1: um yeah, I don't
0: I don't work. Must be nice to get to sleep in and be your own boss.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't work, but I also do like other things too, like I sell stuff, merchandise, um But yeah, this is the only thing pretty much right now. So
0: pretty much it's like you have like a like a dynasty, so to speak. Like not only OnlyFans and premium Snapchat, but other branches as well to bring the money in.
1: Oh yeah, I do music and stuff too. But OnlyFans is not like my main thing. It's not like main thing. This is something for right now. Like I'll probably be done with this in about like until I want to, and then I cut it out because I want to do other stuff. Like I want to get a salon. I do hair too, so it's like okay,
0: okay. So you just want to open up your own salon and be like Asia's place? And mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I won't be a customer a client. I'm sorry, but you know, it's <laughs> maybe my stubbles can, can can get colored. You know, you never know.
1: Yeah, I got you. So what? Tell us a little bit about your music. Um, my music. My music is very diverse. Like I made a different kind of music. Cause I work with a lot of different type of people. So I don't have like one category. You know if you have like drill music, gangster music, then you got pop music, then you got like I'm just a mixture of both. Right now I put my music on pause because I'm working on this. But this gonna help with everything. Like everything I do is just combine one. So pretty much you just do you.
0: And people don't like it, you don't pay and don't watch.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'm the same way. I like
0: that. Okay. I like that. Have yeah. you ever gotten someone like a pissed off wife or something that's like, My God, you sent these to my husband? How dare you? Like anything like that. Um away.
1: no, not yet. I think whoever's sneaking, they just do it, you know, good. Or they might don't know. I don't know. I never knew anybody to be married. Like most of these people, I don't know them personally, like a bond with them. It's just business. Well,
0: you know how spouses are. You know they.
1: Yeah, going through your phone. Like, who is this? Nobody called me yet. Nobody called me. Yet. I, I, I probably wouldn't even respond. I wouldn't respond. You should get always respond. Say like, what do
0: you prefer? You're going through your husband's messages and see a dick. I mean, it's like, I think like, what do you prefer? It's like, at least he likes guys. At least he likes yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Have you? If you had to go rate this, like out of every ten, 10 OnlyFans girls who were complete bitches, I mean like just miserable, how many out of the 10 would you say you've experienced or seen?
1: Um, Like eight.
0: Because some of them blackmail.
1: Yeah, a lot of, a lot of them do finesse. They'll like run off on me and stuff or like they'll pay first and then they'll get, you know, blocked after so which is smart too that's smart
0: that is smart but it's
1: still it's shady But it's bad. if the person's a complete
0: asshole then okay you know that's that's reasonable yeah.
1: I, I wouldn't do that i wouldn't do that
0: there was back in my first season of doing this podcast there was an only fans girl who expected overnight to like make I don't know what she expected overnight, but of course it didn't happen. It was that podcast wasn't even up like for an hour. And just okay. going like, I want $250 on my, like, tell your family that you molested your son. What? So of course I'm just like, really, as I'm like messaging, you know, I my family's small, so I not that many people had a message. Okay. But I messaged them like, you know, like, hey, just warn you, there might be a crazy chick from England that's saying that, I mean, you know, <laughs> a good thing gave the warning, because sure enough, she did keep her promise, but she didn't get a cent from it.
1: Yeah, as she shouldn't, because some people do be crazy, and they do be mad. They be mad.
0: I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't, anyways, I mean, she was cute, I was surprised she wasn't making any money, because of the attitude, probably, but that's. Yeah. So, is OnlyFans, like, the only camp show you do, or do you do, like, other shows through camp? Like, other
1: um that's the only one because i don't really like i don't know i mean all this stuff is okay but it's just for the business really it's not really like i mean i can't say i don't enjoy it because it's easy like who don't like easy money but basically it's the only thing yeah i'm not interested in anything else. what do you do on
0: your days off or do you have any days off
1: no because every day you can make money
0: the point. I mean, do you mind if I ask how old you are?
1: I'm are you 21.
0: 21. Oh, you're 21. So it's all about the money. You have the energy. When you when you hit the 40s, you start going, uh, do I have to work 12 hour days? You know. Uh,
1: yeah. So uh, if I stack up now.
0: But you are right to make the money now, because if I didn't make the money like I did in my 20s, I wouldn't be able to buy a house for my family. Yeah.
1: I mean, so so if, make the money now.
0: Well, if you want to have a family now, that's that's cool and everything. But i learned that you make the money, you prepare first, and
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Smooth sailing.
0: Like, is that something you like to do like 20 years down the road, have a family? Or you just rather be, do your
1: own Oh, no. Time? I do, yeah. I do want a family one day. Like when I'm 28, 27, I kind of want a family while I'm still in my 20s. So it can still be like, you know, real, like we've been together when we was 20 something, and then we're gonna die together. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, like my parents 45 years they were together before my mom passed away.
1: That's good. Yeah, that's what I'm not
0: Yeah. It's very, it's very nice oh, here. Oh. People still fall in love with What nice. was that? It's very nice to hear that people still believe in love to a point where for 45 years or for even 30 years oh yeah
1: that's something i want yeah
0: so other than salon what other future plans do you have for your business
1: um i don't know i can't really say because i want to do a lot of stuff i know mainly my music and my salon the money that I make from this, that's why I'm going to put it towards like my music. You know, because it takes money to make money, so. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah.
0: It does, always the first year you take a hit, but if you do it right, mm-hmm. right it starts growing. Yep. I watched too much Shark Tank, I swear to God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what links, can we, if someone wants? So, if I was a horny guy watching this right now, it's like, where do I find Asia? What links do I have to look up?
1: Um, you can find me on Instagram at the bougie that's d a b o u for E. And then my OnlyFans is um, Disney Princess, but the princess got one S on it. And um my premium snap is Hi Disney Princess with one S as well. And that's pretty much all my links. And my Twitter is the Bougie2, just like my um Instagram. I think you're a big Disney fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it because it was just different. Like I never heard nobody with that name, Disney princess. Like I never heard nobody so, with that name.
0: So it's not like you cosplay and Disney stuff or anything like that. You just think it was a cute name.
1: <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. Like when I do my little, you know, my little shows, get dressed up as like a Disney princess for real. That, that
0: would be hot. Yeah, that would be. That
1: would
0: be hot. I mean, my. That's the type of Disney that I don't want my children to see quite yet, but you know.
1: <laughs> right. Don't watch that Disney. That'll be
0: a lot explained to them and explained to the mother about what happens. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> so, well, thank you very much for joining us today. I appreciate it. I wish you luck. And hopefully this COVID thing blows over and you'll be making, not many people will be on OnlyFans and the customers will be going to you.
1: Yes, please, come meet. <laughs> Definitely, I'll
0: give shout outs to you and everything. Don't worry about it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Care yourself. You too. Bye. And hello and welcome to another episode of Vic Muscat's revolution. I am your fearless leader that would tell you the way it is, Vic Muscat. Today, we have royalty, wrestling royalty with us. She truly defines all odds, a true role model. And she's also, on top of all that, she's also the head trainer of Vicious Hustle Fitness. The current reigning, I'm doing my best Paul Heyman (laughs) <laughs> the current reigning and defending goddess of wrestling champion, vicious Vicky Andriola. How you doing? The vivacious, vicious. Hey, vicious. I'm sorry. Because all through the day, I kept on thinking to myself, "This is the what I think you're gonna be really big someday." Is Triple H, Triple V?
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> you're not the first to say that, but I'll let okay. it slide. <laughs> <in
0: there. laughs> try to be original. Darn it.
2: That's yeah, all good.
0: <laughs> so I'm curious, what's the nationality are you? You're Italian?
2: I'm very Italian, yeah.
0: From New Jersey.
2: Yeah, that's right. North Jersey.
0: North Jersey. Is North Jersey cooler than South Jersey? Yes. went <laughs> to Sopranos, South Jersey is where they bury the bodies.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay.
0: So what got you into the wrestling business?
2: Um, I've been watching wrestling since I was like four years old um it was just always something that i wanted to do like i just knew from then that i wanted to do this forever um i started watching with my sisters and then i they kind of like fell away from it and i just stayed hooked on it and literally my entire life it's just something that i wanted to do and i eventually made it a reality so
0: is there a certain promotion you watch more than the others wwa for sure WWE. Um,
2: I used to dabble back and forth like the Monday Night Wars, but i uh, that's the era that I grew up in. Um, but I was mainly WWF, WWE, for sure.
0: I heard a little something. I didn't get this confirmed. I should have. Did you have a little adventure with the Performance Center? Are you still with the Performance Center?
2: Um, no, I'm not. Um, I did have a tryout in December of 2019. I was a little under a year in and uh i got the call like two months before december and i thought i was being like punked for a second like i thought it was a joke like i didn't believe it so um i went out there for four days and you know i worked my ass off i obviously didn't get the call but um you know this was before i really had developed who my character is so i was still in the process of like finding who i was and whatnot Mm -hmm. um maybe an excuse maybe not i don't know um but i had to go first for everything i think they went by last names so i was kind of used to that in school like i was
0: right there i'm
2: like you know um so i had to go first for everything and i you know i did what they told me to do it wasn't like i had any like flubbers or anything but you know obviously it wasn't what they were looking for at that time, so uh, but you're on their radar once you have a tryout, you're you're in the system, you know, which is a good thing. So, to be you know, have that lifelong dream and be even in their system is awesome. So,
0: yeah, I'll behave in my WWE comics because I have a lot of discrepancies about their logic these days, but
2: yo, well, yeah, I, I mean, I agree to disagree,
0: yeah. maybe that's fine, <laughs> that's fine, but we could also agree though passionate wrestling fans they could be vicious no pun intended not as vicious as you but they could be vicious
2: yeah no for sure very I, much
0: <laughs> I, no matter how polite or nice i put the questions out or whatever on twitter i still get jumped on i'm just like i understand that sometimes you can't read people's tones off words oh that's it say come on guys really
2: yeah no that too
0: how, has, sure. how, how has the uh, covid situation affected your promotion and your work
2: well, um, it kind of like a lot of us, not just me. Like you're you're on this high horse and you're 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 working your way up the ladder. You're, you know, doing extra work. You're doing all these things, and then it just stops. Like you know, you you it sucked. It put me in like a funk for like a month or two to have like no wrestling, no training, no nothing. Like it was just to be on the road every single weekend to be. You know doing all these different things and for it to just stop like that it was like really like shocking for me um and it put me in like a depressive like funk for like two months and i i think everybody was regardless if they were wrestlers or not but um you know just having everything you worked for just kind of be taken away from you like that um but then when promotion started running outdoors and whatnot you were able to hold more people and have a bigger show and you know, um, kudos to Titan Championship Wrestling because they put on 11 shows in, during a pandemic and it was a hit every time and had really good talent and it just really opened the door again for wrestling and, you know, people just started to follow suit. And, you know, now we're slowly but surely getting back to indoor stuff. So hopefully, you know, now that these vaccines are out, <laughs> things will change. So I, I can't imagine how, you know, WWE and AEW and whatnot, how they feel, having arenas packed to having nothing like it's just a year i was just talking to my friend about this when we were watching the pay-per-view last night i was like it is crazy to think that it's been almost a year to the day where there's no fans for them like that's crazy mm-hmm. so yeah it, it definitely uh took a toll on me for sure
0: one of the questions i usually ask wrestlers is it's like do you prefer fans and no fans and all of them just looks at me like are you kidding me it's like the the uh, the adrenaline rush, the feeling, the electricity. That's yeah,
2: like- fans. It's so awkward. And it, it actually like like I've had shows in the past where I've done pre-pandemic with like ten people in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's it's hard to like to work ten people. I mean you could do it because you could just pick people out, you know what I mean? But I love the adrenaline rush of fans and coming out and whether they're booing me or cheering me, like, you know, it just it kind of gets gets you like going and it makes makes you know that you're like performing for hundreds of people or thousands of people, whatever it is that you're at, at that point. So it's very, um, sorry, I, my phone just keeps blowing up. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it's definitely
0: fans for sure. The last uh, Titan event they had, it looked like it was in a garage or something. Was that because of COVID or was it just... Um. Well,
2: we can't... We, we you know, want to run shows where we can, like, hold a bunch of people. But I think they just did that because they were having, like, a tryout. Mm-hmm. And that's they...
0: Like, to try on that, guess, that's right.
2: Yeah, and they wanted to just highlight a few superstars in their, you know, Titan and Goddesses brand and air it for everyone to see on Facebook. And it reached thousands and thousands of people so I mean they got the job done so
0: yeah I had a couple guys over for the event and and when you wrestled to defending your title I just kept on saying that's right she's gonna be on the show that's yeah. right <laughs> my wife looked at me and said like now she's gonna lose the title now because you just jinxed her oh <laughs> and no and I was like I'll keep quiet now <laughs> okay I mean,
2: but I didn't lose that
0: <laughs> no you didn't you know what do you think of the highlights of your career are so far
2: um I mean I won three titles so far, um, I was an inaugural, uh, Bronx Wrestling Federation champion, and I, you know, they've been running shows for quite a while, and, um, it was just a great crowd, it's, it's not, like, your typical crowd, like, they're just really invested, like, like, crazy fans, and that's, like, the best, like, you know, and they're, like, hardcore crazy fans, and they curse at you, and, like, I was awesome, (laughs) like, um, but to be the first ever of anything, of any promotion, was amazing. So that that I hold near and dear to me. Um, my per, my tryout, you know, that was definitely that takes precedence over everything because that was a pivotal moment for me. And you know, having hope for myself that I can make it, you know. So, you know, to be to be picked out of thousands and thousands and thousands of women to come out there. You know, people who are way more established than I was. It was it was literally like a dream come true. So that that motivated me to not stop and to keep going. And unfortunately, like a couple months later, COVID happened. So yeah, of course, do anything with that. You know, so I'm I just why I just keep marketing myself. I keep you know putting up my videos, my pictures, and just keep training, keep working hard, keep doing shows, and just hoping that somewhere along the lines of the someone's eye catches me and I can, you know, make my way there. So
0: you You make me feel worthless when I'm like, looking at my Facebook, I see pictures of you trans like, Oh, she's trying she's rubbing this into my face. Okay. I see how it is. <laughs> but it hasn't always been, it always hasn't been like a good ride for you. And if I, if I'm going to dark areas, you don't want to talk about, please let me know mm-hmm. addictions that you had to deal with before. Yeah. I had an uncle who I was very close to. He had his own demons and he never conquered them. He was found dead after I moved away and because of job purposes. I, we were so close, we were living together. We were going to Vegas each year. I mean, I got a tattoo. a tattoo, you know, to remind me of him. But you were one of those people that defeated your demons or at least put them, you know, aside. I kind of like, it's never winning a war, but you've been winning the battles.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I um, started like dabbling in shit in high school. And then once I got out, I just like found myself like, why do I feel sick? You know, like, why do I not feel good? And it kind of dawned on me like, well, you're doing this every day and you're addicted. Like, you know, it hit me. And then it just went on for like four years at that point. And then eventually I just, I always had in the back of my head, like I wanted to be a wrestler. Like that never left my mind. Like I, there was a point when I was using where I couldn't even watch wrestling. I would put it on, but like proud in the background and every, like, it just made me sick. Like it made me cry. Like, I just felt like I can't watch wrestling. Um, And then once I finally got sober, I contacted the school that I had wrestled with and I realized like, you know, the next year, like I was ready to do this and, and I'm walking into into training for the very first time. And stepping in a ring for the first not I, I did like youth clinics and camps and stuff when i was younger mm-hmm. but like having beaten all of that and conquering all of that and like stepping into that ring knowing you're in a good headspace and like you're never gonna look back like it was the best feeling in my entire life like just to kind of know that like i made it here
1: and to me like
2: i made it at that moment i was like i made it like you know and that that wasn't even like making like the big leagues that was just getting there you yeah. know i'd ever get there again i thought i'd be dead so you know i'm definitely grateful for my journey and whatnot because it also made me the person that i am today so
0: yeah I mean, you've done did, did a lot of things that a lot of people can't do you yeah. conquered the demons
2: yeah for sure so it was a rough road but it was worth it to get here that's how i look at it you know it it, it led me to where i am today and the opportunities i've had so why i regret it and look back on it like it was wasted time because i thought of that i'm like i, th- I was like man if I, I told my mom, I'm like, if you just put me in wrestling school at 16, 17, like I wanted to, I'd probably be signed by now. Yeah. <laughs> my parents were like, yeah, we know. <laughs> I'm like, you would have a nice house in Cabo or something. <laughs> like, I messed with them, you know, like, but, you know, it's just, it, it happened the way it happened for a reason. You know, I met great friends and great people in the time that I've been in wrestling so maybe certain people were put in my life you know I just kind of I try to be optimistic about life in, in every way I try not to do the well what if this or what if that I just go this is how it's working out like we'll see what happens like that's just try, how I try to live my life and not overthink everything
0: so are you yeah. really best crazy little sister ever mm-hmm. okay I saw, that. I saw the bug and I was like <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. the big
2: and I'm the craziest one so if that's
0: yeah, there you go no I saw some of the pictures of you like being in bed sick you know as you were recovering and you were like really deep in deep in yeah
2: there. I was in a hospital bed actually in that picture it's very like traumatic but and uh graphic I guess but I uh yeah I overdosed and that was my mom took it took that picture of me mm-hmm. just to like remind me like hey you don't want to ever end up here and I was I was out for so long when I got found that like I couldn't even open my eyes for like five six days because I was like the blood just rushed to my face so much that I couldn't even like open my eyes like it was terrible I went to rehab like with no eyes like it was just it was just crazy I always think of those things like I don't ever want to do that again I don't ever want to get to that point again of like nearly losing my life you know, everything. I've lost so many friends too. Like I can't even count on my fingers and toes, how many friends I've lost to the disease, you know, you know, you get in recovery and you get in the rooms of like Alcoholics Anonymous and all that. And like, you know, people just dropping the numbers are just dropping like flies. So, I mean, it's just, it's just scary to think like that could have been me. And I, you know, it just, it's scary, but that's why like, I just have that mindset, like I will never look back. Like I just won't. I won't do it. I just I don't have any desire. I haven't. I just I don't do like recovery programs anymore. I mean I'm like nearly six years in now. Mm. But like thanks. I don't uh I don't like I don't do like AANA anymore. Um I did for a while, like for a while because it helped me. But I found other ways and wrestling honestly is my AA now. Like that's that's my my safe haven that's my you know like some people applauded me for that because they feel like drugs and alcohol are brought in from wrestling and i'm like no wrestling is my drug and alcohol (laughs) like you know so
0: yeah everyone always asked me how come since i was when i was with my uncle he was partying doing well all the time and he was asking me and everyone asked me how come i didn't fall into it it's because i moved down to connecticut because i wanted to get into the wwf at the time And I say, and everyone looks at me, it's like, you know, oh, you know, you're not a wrestler. I said it's not about wrestling. It's just being part of the family. Like, I yeah. could have a room. I could put rings together. I could have done so much. Something. And so I yeah. Go for it. And I was like, I got to be clean. They're not going to hire. They're probably drug testing me. Got to be good. Got to be good. And that's what kept me away from it.
2: Yeah. No, and I've always had that mindset, too, ironically. Like, I want to be a wrestler. No questions asked. I've been... Friggin' cutting promos in my bathroom mirror since I was five years old I've been like backyard wrestling you know what I mean like I've been this is all I ever wanted all I ever wanted in my life was wrestling and true love and I don't have any shame admitting that um that's all I ever wanted it was just that those two things my entire life um but I also have the mindset where I won't stop mm-hmm. until I make it but I'm also realistic where like, if it hypothetically and big knock on wood, if it doesn't work out, it's okay. You know, like I, I just didn't want to live my life with no regrets. Like I knew if I didn't do this, I would regret it forever. Like I actually envisioned myself being like 70 years old and just thinking like, why didn't I do that? And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to like, even if I failed, knock on wood, got hurt, something, mm-hmm. at least I tried. And I experienced it—something I always wanted. Yeah. Uh, and I've always been like, you know, if even if I'm a valet on TV or a ring announcer or a backstage interviewer or freaking production, I just want to be involved in wrestling. But I obviously know that I want to be a performer. So, okay. yeah.
0: I'm just curious because you've heard of the stories about, you know, like Alexis Bliss has her stalker situation on Twitter. Other female wrestlers as well. When a, you do a podcast interview and they've done their research and homework on your career and everything, do you find that, oh, that's good if They're doing his homework or you're a stalker? You're doing all this research on you know I me. Mean? You're a stalker. Do you mean like a podcaster? Or- a podcast or an interview of some sort. You know, like, uh, you know, they- I, would,
2: I would hope they would do their, their, their homework. It, it's actually very, um, what's the word, like alarming when you go on to do an interview and somebody doesn't know anything about you um and that's not to mock anybody you know I, i'm all about supporting each other's and the business so it's like if somebody's just starting out or there's someone who's young who's doing it like whatever like i want to help out but i also just feel like if you do your homework that means you're interested in your when you interview me you know you can ask me things that it makes it it makes it flow better instead of me just being like oh yeah he didn't ask me that and that's like i've had people not ask me about the tryout and i'm like why? <laughs> you know, and I'm not going to bring it up. Like, I'm not, you know, if you don't, get your podcast. You ask me questions, like, I answer. Like, I'm not going to, you know, put myself out there. So, I appreciate that. We all, honestly, all of us do. Just, I, I know I can speak for everyone in wrestling. Like, that's what, you know, you guys should do. So, I appreciate that you did because it, it, it makes it flow. You know, I shouldn't have to shower you with information.
0: <laughs> Some wrestlers, you know, i come fully prepared and they'll give like one word answers per like question. And I'm like, I talk so I'm like okay. You know that was a quick 20 minute interview. Thank you very much for joining. Yeah, no,
2: I'm I'm a talker, so I uh, I get a little wordy and into my my answers. So,
0: oh, that's fine. That's fine. What's your dream match? Like if you could wrestle against anyone?
2: Well, I always say Ada because I she's my favorite um ever, but a lot of people are always like. You know uh don't pick lita like they'll always be like what's your dream match but not lita and i'm like oh but it would it would be lita 100 percent. but i also can see myself squaring off with Charlotte Slayer.
0: lita like prime lita or lita today i mean just her i don't care
2: <laughs> like i love her so much i don't care what whatever <laughs> like i <laughs> She could be friggin' miscongeniality from ECW. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, whatever. That.
0: That's going way back. I remember that. Oh, yeah. So, how, when you look on like Facebook, or whatever, like that, and you see the issues that like Nia Jax is having, like she's botching out moves, and people are like really trolling her. Do you? How, I, what, what, do you what do you think about that? Are you think that she should go back to training, like performance center training, or just fans overreacting? I
2: personally think that all wrestlers should train and this was, this was taught to me by like my trainers
0: mm-hmm. who
2: are successful, like very successful. Um, you know, like you should always be training. You should never, you should never not be training. It doesn't matter if you're even 10 years in, like you got to keep the rust off. You can't like, And yeah, of course you don't have to train every single day. Like how we do, like when we're younger, like two years, three years in, but like, you know, you can't not, you're always edge said it in an interview a while ago. Like, like you're always learning. You're never, you're never not learning. And it, people say to me all the time too, like I, I just did a, um, I do this eighties wrestling thing and yeah, I'll
0: ask you about that later. I,
2: and I had Ron Simmons last week and he told me too, like he, you know, I, I get to sit down with them and, and they pick their brains and talk to them and whatnot. And, and he even said like, you're never not going to stop learning. Like you can't go yeah. into this business and think like, you know, oh, yeah, I know what I'm doing. He goes, never, you're, oh, you always, he said, even me now, at my age, there's always something new you learn about wrestling, something you pick up on. And it's so true though, because there are things that didn't make sense to me two years ago that now I'm like, oh, I get that now. Like little nuances, little, little, like, little details in wrestling, like just small things. Um, So yeah, I mean, I I, I just feel like why mock her? I don't like the, I'm not, I'm not about bullying and all that. So I don't, I don't, I don't tolerate that. I don't, I don't like it. Um, you, even if you hate someone and they did something terrible, whatever, just, just be nice. Just like, don't say anything. You're better off not saying anything than being an ass and putting yourself out there and making yourself look like an idiot. Because the worst is when someone comes at someone for something and they're wrong about something.
0: Like, you know
2: what I'm saying? It's like,
0: as like saying that I'm just like. Yeah, if there's ever a time that you read a post by me and you're just like, what is he doing? Feel free to message me, smack me back in the head.
2: Oh, no, I will be honest. I'm not a big social media person. Like, I don't scroll a lot. I post my stuff, I market myself, and that's it. Like, I don't really spend hours, like, looking at other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'm more of, like, a researcher. Like, I'm watching wrestling. Like you know i'll watch marvel series on netflix like you know i uh i'll talk to people here and there and you know depending on if it's something i'm like really interested or invested in but i don't just sit there and like react. so there's things that like people are like things are happening and i'm like i didn't even know like i didn't know anybody was trolling nia jacks on social media i had no idea um but i but also somebody
0: can... she brought upon herself
2: yeah i i honestly have no idea what you're talking about
0: she, but she, she missed a she missed a leg drop and she yelled out loud like "ouch, my hole!" and that guy or something like that. It's like you just can't sing
2: the act. Maybe not, but I mean to say, someone should go back to training on a public forum and bully them isn't right. Um, especially her, because her real person, she's very nice and caring and all these different things. I know she does a good, good, good for like the company and the world. Like yeah. she's not a big human, so that's why it's like. Come on don't troll her for that. I think that's shitty. Um, you know, but I do agree that we all should be training. So I don't think it's like, oh, should she go back to the performance and I was training? Well she should be. Like they all they all probably do. Right. Um unless you just mean getting bumped down, like they were saying about Keith Lake. Like, you know, things like that. It's like that's different. But training, I'm sure they all do something to keep themselves you have to. You can't not in wrestling. You have to be limber and ready to go at all times. Cause even a month off like you're, you're rusty. Like you're just, it's, you know what I mean? You got to get that callus back again. So.
0: Could you beat her in the ring? I
2: mean, if they want me to. (laughs) We'll we'll put it that way.
0: Yeah. I saw the, um, uh, the, um, eighties Russell con. Yeah. And I saw the little bit when he said, damn to you. And I was like, she got a damn. Damn. She got a damn. Okay. She like, I, was, I was so jealous. I was like, she got a damn.
2: That was, uh, that was, that's, that, that's like bucket list stuff right there. So that was really cool. That was really cool.
0: Yeah, it's like some people, it was like, if some fans, if they get hit by a wrestler, they'll be like, my God, this person just hit me, you know, oh my God. That was like my moment. Like, my God, she got a damn. Yep, yep. That was, that was a really cool moment. So I'm, I'm
2: grateful for Tommy Fierro, who runs 80s Wrestling Con. Um, he's believed in me since day one. And he's just really pushing for me. And, you know, he's, he's a really good guy. He's got a good thing going. And he just figured he would throw me on his pre-show and give me something to do and whatnot. And I'm really grateful for him because he helps me out a lot with a lot. So that, that, that was uh, that was all Tommy, so.
0: Yeah, but you really do have a busy schedule. I mean, yeah, these would be parts I'll probably leave out just because there's so much to handle. And I only had like some, up to an hour to do everything.
2: I can't even keep up with myself, honestly. Like, I actually, I really need to start getting, like, a to-do list or, like, a planner, like, and actually, like, write down things, because I'm all over the place. Like, I'll, like, and that's not good. That's not a good thing or or professional, and I apologize. But sometimes I'm just like, oh, my God, I booked that. I double booked that. Oh, my God. Like, I just, and it's, I I wasn't always like that. I think it's because after COVID, everything was just getting thrown at me, and I was just saying yes to everything. Like, before COVID, I had, like, like a one two three four one like a rhythm going with my life <laughs> and now i'm just like oh my god what am i doing there's so much stuff i can't do all that one day can i double book can i travel like i'm like wait <laughs> I breathe.
0: so yeah that's still i mean with my show as long as the communication's there even the last second comm- cancellations or whatever yeah I spend time with my family that's all i do i was like sorry guys shows canceled not my fault peace and this yeah it's like it's like you can't take it too seriously, that's all. Right. So you are the head trainer of Vicious Hustle Fitness.
2: Yes. Yeah, so I actually created that. Um, that was all that's all like me. Like I'm insured, I have my own life thing. Um, and I have a few clients. It's a personal training's a very slow and steady thing. So under that particular brand, I have a few clients that work with me, one of which is a wrestler um so it's exciting you know to kind of get that on the ground running it's only been a few months so it hasn't been around long right. um and I always like fitness for me is like another outlet so I kind of incorporated that into my wrestling I have that as like a career is like a really good thing so I figured in the meantime I don't want to hate my job so yeah. <laughs> that's my personal training
0: hey, have you ever had a person you trained before that you were just like this guy can't with two pounds and is you just had to cut them
2: um no i would never do that that's so unprofessional
0: attitude i should say attitude wise not just like i'm weak it's like i'm weak but oh you're wrong type attitude
2: if they wanted to bailey if they wanted to like work with me and they were serious then yeah um i would never deny a client or money um but i obviously it's not just about the money but of course it is it's a business but you know i just feel like if someone bailey stop it nothing's happening this is my life okay this is my child stop
0: sorry guys
2: um she doesn't listen clearly she's not trained um (laughs) i wouldn't deny that i would just kind of look at it like you know, this person can't do this or has limitations or not, and you work with them, as long as they're willing to work with it, I'm on board. But if they're given to be rude and whatnot, be like, listen, if you're going to be rude to me, then I don't want to work with you. But I, I've never encountered that. I don't think I would. I've never, I'm sure it happens once in a while. But I mean, if someone wants to personal train, they're probably not going to be rude to me. So, shut up. Where's Bailey? You can bring
0: her in if you want. Come here bales. come here. Come here Bill. come here. come here. We actually made my notes actually. Eh, whatever she'll yeah. come eventually. Like a typical uh, kid yeah
2: so, so she always makes a cameo. She's barking at probably air outside. so it's just like she actually has like spidey senses. I'm not gonna lie. like one time she was and that's good.
0: Uh-huh.
2: she was barking like crazy and it was like one in the morning and that freaks me out like when it's late. <laughs> And I live alone. So I'm like, am I about to die right now? <laughs> so I looked out my window and she heard people across the street, which is a highway, outside talking. And that's what she was barking at at one in the morning. I'm like, because I looked everywhere. I opened my door. I went outside. Like, I was like, freaking out. I'm like, wow, you're a good guard dog. She <laughs> <laughs>
0: did get that far. Yeah. What's yeah.
2: What type of dog is she? She's a little chihuahua mix. I don't know what the other mix part is, but she's half chihuahua. So she doesn't have bulgy chihuahua eyes. So whatever she has, she's more of. And she's a little little bigger than like a standard chihuahua. She's like medium, I would say. I love her. She's my everything. (laughs) She's my my kid. Adorable. When you show pictures of her, it's like, oh. She's my kid. I moved in. uh, This was the first time I ever lived alone. So I adopted her the day that I moved in Mm -hmm. so that I was not alone. Mm -hmm. I actually adopted another dog three years ago. His name was Frankie. He's Uh, another little, mix, Bailey. And uh, I had moved home with my parents after I had left my ex three years ago. And uh, he fell in love with my dad. Like he just fell in love with my dad and I was at work all day my dad's retired who's with my dad all day And I when I moved back out again I was like I can't take this dog from you like I mean when I say they're like this I mean it's like to this day like that dog is like his leech so I'm like I couldn't separate them that would have been terrible he would have been so scared and freaked out so I was like okay well I adopted Frankie for my dad and now I have to
0: get another dog (laughs) yeah so everyone's happy at the end
2: though yep exactly no no abuse or nobody neglected and i i hate that i hate seeing. i know some people can't have a pet or whatever if they have a kid and it maybe doesn't work out like i that i just love animals and especially especially dogs i'm a huge dog person i can't ever imagine like having a dog for like eight years and then letting my dog go because of my kid i'd be like no we're gonna get the dog trained and we're gonna figure it out i'm not i can't i just can't fathom unless it like ate my kid or like bit my yeah. kid even then i would give it a chance like i just can't i don't know that's just me though i i can't i could can never ever do that like i would just put it's the hard. dog when the baby's out like i don't know i just
0: i couldn't no i had a cocker spaniel when i lived in uh, portland maine that was a really good dog then we moved to the country side of vermont farmers around a uh, cocker spaniel instincts is to chase chickens to a point that they have the chicken oh. heart attack or it breaks his neck accidentally. Oh, my lantern. And, and she killed eight chickens. Oh, my God. And it was either give her up or they go to someone's property and they're going to shoot her. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, we can't do that. And I, so I, It took me a while to finally say, okay, we got to give her up. And what's that? With COVID and everything, you drop her off and you think you have a sweet goodbye, they just scooped her up and went inside. You didn't have to say goodbye right there. Wow. But they did call and say that she found she found a new home and she was very happy and the owners are thrilled. That's
2: no, I and I didn't say that to mock anyone. I just feel like me personally no, I, I understand I can't, but as long as like you said, as long as the dog's happy and yeah. it's in a good environment, you know, it's not like that that's the thing. It's like people I mean, I see like things on the internet where I'm just like, Why? Like people abusing animals and I just like wanna like
0: Yeah killed them <laughs> like
2: you know like, I mean like how dare you like they're so innocent like I leave my dog alone for a few hours and I actually cry like I legit cry when I leave her alone I know she's gonna be alone I'm talking about you like I actually cry when I leave her alone like I have to leave tonight at like I have to leave by like 2 30 to go to the 80s thing tonight another one and like she'll be alone for hours and it just makes me like sick
0: stomach. <laughs> yeah dog, dogs are definitely part of the family yeah for sure yeah. for sure so who has been your favorite uh 80s WrestleCon guests that you've, you've talked
2: to Some all of them honestly so far have been great um we had so far I did Sergeant Slaughter Demolition they were like awesome Demolition was really down to earth really really just personable guys Super cool, no ego. None of them have egos, honestly, really. They didn't. I'm just I just mean they were just they just stood out to me the most. Um we had Ted DiBiase, which was he was great. Um uh Beefcake and Valentine, they were hysterical. Um, Ron Simmons, uh Terry Um IRS, Rotunda.
0: Yeah, Michael Tuna.
2: Um I think that's all i did so far i think i could be totally but yeah they were they were all great honestly everybody was like super down to earth super nice um it, it's just an experience you know to just sit down and next next month i have wendy richter so i'm excited for that type of woman
0: yeah. um i but did actually meet she, uh, Gordon, her, her, Gordon, her Gordon fabulous mula for the, for the title wasn't it her claim was
2: yeah yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's so cool to just be around these people and, and pick their brains and talk to them and, and just be like working with legends like that. It's just really, really cool. And now we're doing it where, um, it's not just legends anymore. We're actually opening it, opening it up to more talent. So it's not just going to be eighties wrestling now because eventually you run out of eighties wrestlers. So Tommy, the brilliant man that he is, he decided to, we changed the name to Monday night virtual. And, uh, we have different people coming Like we're gonna have billy gunn dean malenko um we're gonna have like an ecw theme so we're gonna have some people from then from there like mikey whipwreck and it's just like it's just like really branching out now so now it's getting more exciting because it's like now i'm like dean malenko like to pick dean malenko's brain like are you kidding me like you know what i mean like just to have these people billy gunn like it's just like oh it's just for me, it's, it's an honor. Like, I am so humbled at all the time that he chooses me for this to help him with this. Cause it's, a, yeah, he has a team and whatnot, but like, you know, to, to give me a platform to um meet these people and, you know, do a pre-show like that. It's just, it's really exciting. And it's just like, sometimes I'm like, what did I ever do to deserve this? Like, no, you know, it's, it's, it's a really cool experience to be a part of. So.
0: I know what you mean. Like someone like interviewing you, I consider that a great honor and great. as. Rest of the oh, day, I'll be all like schoolgirl be like I interview with a champion <laughs> champion's great so I love I, it I definitely know what you mean I I, I should start asking some older time wrestlers it's just when you go on Twitter they don't talk about the old timers they talk about what's new what's hot and
2: exactly yeah it's so of- it's, and they, they know best you know like that's like I love pro wrestling I loved like the old school not 80s Particularly, but the old school like error, like you know, and it's just like to kind of be around people that lived in that error, like that's you know, what make make what's old new again, kind of thing, you
0: know? Yeah, yeah. So. actually, one of my favorite matches just had an anniversary the Steamboat Flare Shytown Rumble. Oh, yeah, and yeah, that goes way back, like 88. I'm just being
2: told to tape study that match many
0: times. So, I just think that whole few, those yeah, matches they had. Was one yep. of these classic matches. Yep, no question. So you're a big Lincoln Park fan. I am. What's your favorite song?
2: Um, well, I like "Somewhere I Belong" on Meteora.
1: That's.
2: Cool. Um, I honestly like that's probably one of my favorite songs, but I'm very like. Here's how I work: like I have favorite songs, but I have favorite bands more so like i could literally like i've done it maybe millions of times i'm not even exaggerating like put on a lincoln park album and just let it play out all the way like and then put on the other one and then let it play out all the way like i love them so much that like i just like all their songs and i just like i don't know they're another band since i was like a kid that like i just was introduced to and i just like them and follow them throughout my entire life so so yes when chester died i was hurt yeah I was gonna that. Ask
0: you that it was pretty tragic when
2: yeah i actually cried <laughs> like i like mourned it <laughs> like i really did
0: it came out of nowhere yeah it wasn't just like you uh... know
2: i always tell people like if you listen to their lyrics like to the songs like he was obviously these lyrics are stemming from somewhere so he had a lot of if you listen to a lot of their songs and really listen to what it's saying it's like it's like a suicide note you know that's what it sounds like so that's why i'm like oh now it makes sense nobody thought about this i mean it it makes for good lyrics and content but you know obviously he's helping write write these songs so right Yeah.
0: how's your um cover of Inked magazine doing
2: oh that ended that ship sailed i didn't make it yeah Uh, That's okay. I just I just I just do different things and just see where it leads and if it doesn't okay, cool. I tried. Like I just that's how I am. And the the rat cover girl, the calendar girl thing. Um I made the calendar, so that was cool.
0: That's good. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I know what you mean. It's like people ask me how do I have funding for the show? It's like, well, because I do like small apps, like you take a picture of a receipt and you get like credit for a Visa gift card. It's like fifty cents per receipt, but after a while having kids, especially, it adds up. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, I know it's like projects left and right, you know, just so what do you have coming up? Like what big matches do you have coming up? So
2: I was supposed to have a match this Saturday at the showboat in Atlantic city, but it unfortunately got canceled. So, um, I'm training with the monster factory right now and they have a few shows coming up. Um, we have those posted on the site. Um, I have a show at the end of March as well so i got some things coming up it's getting quiet again it it was on a upscale now it's kind of like quieting down again so we'll see what happens hoping for more exciting things in wrestling
0: waiting being quiet just because of covid
2: yeah like some places are canceling some places aren't like it's just it's really depends on where you're going so
0: right yeah so where can everyone find you on the big mass world of social media
2: so on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, because I'm an, I'm a frequent TikToker now. Um I'm at underscore vicious underscore Vicky. And on Facebook, I am the Vivacious Vicious Vicky is my fan page. And then my personal one, I'm just if you find me, you find me. If you don't, you don't.
0: <laughs> and I got lucky when I found you. Yeah. <laughs> Except a couple days ago you said um you mentioned something about don't dm you now it's like for business reasons or because of something you're selling i was just like i was supposed to dm you about confirming i didn't know if it was cool to dm or not uh, cool to that, that, like
2: i if people just reach out to me like hey and i'm like no like not to be rude to fans or whatever but it's just like i'm um, no like unless it's like hey vicky my name is so and so like i'll look at whoever's messages me i'll check their profile and see what they're about and if i see like you like podcast okay what's up like then you're professional about it hey i'd love to have you on like i just i don't do the whole like hey what's up like no i this guy like
0: (laughs) do you ever get any fans it's like oh my god oh my god you're great oh my god
2: all the time and i appreciate it but it's just like you know like once in a while i'll like entertain it because i don't want to be rude but at the same time, it's like I don't have time to weed through all these people and talk and I just I can't do it. So
0: also with the training and the wrestling and everything, you need your phone free. You don't need- <clears throat> really though, yeah. So well, thank you very much for joining me on this episode. I appreciate yeah. it. I hope to see you very soon at AEW WWE NXT somewhere. Yeah, I uh, hope so. Definitely- cool. I uh, definitely, but yeah, anything that comes up in the future you need any help promoting, just let me know. I'll help out.
2: Yeah, definitely. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All
0: right. I appreciate it. you very much. Vivacious, vicious Vicky, everyone. I got That's it right it. this time. That's it. You did. You did. <laughs> you take care of yourself.
2: All right. Thank you. Thank
0: you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye.